Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. One of my all-time favorite songs. A little talking heads for you coming back on your Thursday. Thanks so much for tuning in. Who want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We're going to be talking some baseball with Jeff Safford coming up. Diamond time. Need a place to watch some baseball. The Silver Slipper has 55 TVs on for you. You can watch baseball or any other sport. Silver Slipper has drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, liquor, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team at the Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Come check out one of Montana's best-kept secrets, the Silver Slipper there on Brook Street in Missoula. Missing the first hour of the show? I wondered what would happen if... Do you watch South Park? Of course. So you know the, the episode where they the internet goes away? No. Someone blows up the internet. Oh, okay. And so the whole world doesn't whole work world anymore. Doesn't, yeah. So I was wondering, like, what would happen if that actually happened? It's happening here right now. One of the best part about it? What? We're still on the radio. That's right. The radio and the TV still works. That's right. Life goes on without the internet. I know. I would love to just destroy the internet at this point. <laughs> it probably would benefit us all. Carol Lynch, who does no sports, back from Canada, also known as Canada. That's right, eh? And uh, all of a sudden, we're drinking green juice uh, as we record here uh, on this Thursday. Uh, how was your trip north? It was great. Did I just, you learn this recipe up there? No, I we started juicing last week. Mm, who's um, we? Michaela and me. Mm. She has a Vitamix here, and so Whoa. we uh, we've I've been bringing in spinach and Whoa. fruit and all the stuff. And I'm trying to offset the poutine and all the junk I ate. Got it. Up there. That's up a north. Th- so that's a thing. Poutine is a thing in both Chicago and Canada. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's a Canadian thing more than Chicago. Oh, because I thought that was like such a quintessential Midwestern thing. I no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Maybe. Well, here we are. Here we are. Uh, poutine's okay. Definitely. Definitely just okay. It was a disappointing trip for one reason, and I only, it's because I only heard, I only received five suris the whole time <laughs> I was there. There was an adjacent suri 
at one point because I heard a man tell another man Suri. But <laughs> only five directed at me. And then one you betcha. Wow. So it's the little things. I just felt like I could I deserved more. <laughs> so are you a Terrence and Philip fan? Of course. <laughs> I, I, there's some craft dinner. Terrence Phillip is the what second funniest part of South? Park oh my god, they're Butters. so funny. Butters is number one. Terrence and Phillips number two. Cartman's, Cartman's number, number one. Yeah, Cartman's definitely there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we we I juiced for the whole team uh, that's here because we all need some greens in our GI tract. In our internetless life, mm-hmm. here we are drinking juice through a straw. It's very green. Okay, uh, what's going on in the world of sports right now that you don't know anything about? Have you heard your new promo? You're definitely famous. What? No. Well, we got the voice of ESPN, Jim Cutler. Mm-hmm. The only thing she knows is that she hates Tom Brady. <laughs> Check out the um, Chicken No Sports. You're going to have to send me that promo. I need to put that on the uh, gram. We definitely should, for sure. Well, I'm going to start with my top story of the day. Okay, can't wait. Croy Beerman, Montana Zone. Yeah, Harden's he, finest. He is going through a nasty divorce. It's just so silly to me that this is such public knowledge, but I digress. Uh, listen, I don't disagree, mm-hmm. but when you marry someone from The Real Housewives, that's what happens. Definitely. So I called this, this woman that he married, he deserved so much better. She's trash. So she has a major gambling problem. They owe the IRS a million dollars. Yikes. She, they are like behind on payments on their house. So now he's being sued for a gambling debt in the Bahamas for $52,000 that he didn't pay. And I imagine he took that out for her because she's one with the gambling issue. But I I don't know that for a fact because I don't fact check. So (laughs) all I know is... He's in deep. Yeah. And this divorce is ugly. I, I I feel bad for anybody that has to go through this sort of personal thing in a um, public. public manner like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there's so much stuff here. The gambling part is crazy, not for, through the lens of Corey Bierman as much as just in general. Right. It's, it's mind-blowing to me that like sports gambling has been a thing for so long, but it was always this nefarious outside dark money, only mm-hmm. the mafia did it, it's only in Vegas, and now it's just boom. Totally normalized. Yeah. It, there, the fallout from it is going to be profound. And this is kind of, I'm not trying to be self-righteous at all. I go to the gambling machine every single day during the NBA finals, so like I can't talk at all, but... It's not me and my $10 that I'm gambling. It's it's the right. pro athletes. That, I mean, there's this like giant scandal brewing in the NFL already where like dozens of guys are under investigation for betting. So they play On in games the, yeah. that they're playing in? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. That's like Pete Rose, right? That's Didn't right. he do that? Pete Rose, uh, allegedly, I mean, it was pretty much confirmed, but never really in a court of law. He uh, bet on 52 games as the manager of the Reds. He bet on them to win. Every single one of those, but the biggest fallout was what? Why didn't you bet the other 110? And how did what influence did that have? Oh, you're only betting on these 52 because you know those are the 52 you know they're you're going to win. And then what's the other one? What's going on with the other ones? It just gets weird. I don't know. Hmm. The whole thing is really. I think that we jumped into it so quickly that we didn't really consider all the fallout that could happen from it. 
Well, what a, I mean, listen, I'm fine with someone going to betting on a sports game at a, you know, sports bet or whatever. And yeah. that, that's fine. But when you're, when you, it goes so deep that you lose $52,000 on a, when you're on vacation for a week, like that's messed up stuff. It's, uh, it's getting pretty crazy. And she has a major gambling problem. Like that's like come out. Yeah. And I think they showed it on the show too. And she's just so trashy. I just hope he, I hope he just gets it all figured out and, uh, finds a nice young gal. Gosh. Chicken has no sports here on ESPN Radio. It's just so it, it's so unfortunate that the reason that the majority of the world knows who Corey Bierman is is because of this right woman and stuff. Yeah. If it was if this didn't exist, most people that knew who he was would just be people people from, from Montana, Montana. They would yeah. just be like, that guy was a great football player. He played in the NFL. Cool. Go yeah. Croy. Right. And now he's like on reality TV. I feel so bad for it. I know. I know. What a terrible existence Ho- at this current state. Hopefully he'll it'll all work out. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it'll all work out. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Hustle Sports presented by uh, Hot House Yoga. I have been uh absent from the yoga for a little while because I've been doing nothing but moving boxes. I'm going today. Can't you know who wait. Came last week was Andrew. Did we already discuss this? We did not, and I was very worried for uh, his health, and uh, he killed it. He killed said. it. He did oh, awesome. Okay. He was he was just, and he said he loved it. Great. And he's going back. Can't wait. See, it's like, it's an addiction, like gambling, but healthy. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like gambling. <laughs> way better for you. Go check out Hot House. <laughs> Certainly go check out Hot House Yoga, downtown Missoula, um, right next to the Catalyst Cafe. All right, what else you got? So Jason Kelsey. Yeah. He um, does a fundraiser in New Jersey, I believe, and he does all these different events. So people can, I think, sign up to be in the event with him or whatever. And it, it ra- it's raising funds for autism awareness. And he chugged 30 ounces of beer in 5.7 seconds. Okay. And then almost barfed. Whoa. He had to like lie down for a minute after. Hmm. Want to say something crazy? <laughs> yeah. What? Why do you have his phone number? Uh, he's great friends with Colt Anderson. And I, uh, I played phone tag with Colt Anderson about, Colts bio for right with Jason Kelsey about some quotes for Colts bio for the Montana Football Hall of Fame was never actually able to track down Jason for an interview but uh, yeah there you go oh wow well I think you should challenge him to a beer drinking contest uh, I think that's one of the only things I might be able to compete with Jason Kelsey at yeah beer growing beer drinking let's go oh yeah he it reminded me of college though watching them chug beer like I've, I don't think I've seen someone chug beer in a very long time yeah. Yeah. Uh, certainly an antiquated uh, pastime. I, 30 ounces is a lot, but not, not yeah, like I mean, crazy. it's like two and a half cans of beer. Yeah. That's kind of a lot. All those bubbles. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he's also enormous. True, 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 true. <laughs> he, he, had to, he needed a few minutes to recover, though. It yeah. was pretty funny. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's getting older. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, there's no way I could chug, chug 30 ounces of... How much beer could you chug? In my heyday or now? Right now. Oh, God. Maybe half Sans a can. Sans juice. You haven't had your juice yet. How many? Maybe maybe I could do 12 ounces if it's light beer. I, you know what I used to be really good at? Keg stands. Really? Oh, yeah. What was your tactic? I just really loved getting attention. So the, the longer I was up in the air, the better. I don't know. I was also really good at beer bongs. Wow. But I was young. The skills it was a different time. Sports. Do kids still do that kind of stuff? Yeah. 
That's good. Yeah. I guess. Is it good? I don't really know. Of course it's good. It's part of, as long as you're not like funneling vodka, I think a, funneling a beer is fine. Okay. I got my friend's son a beer bong for his high school graduation. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably so pleased. I asked first. She said it was fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> Encouraging underage drinking here on Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Uh, well, how else can we get in trouble today? Uh, lots of ways, but I'm not going to say it. Um, but let's talk about Baby Gronk. Have you heard about this Baby Gronk kid? Just like everything in the world, uh, it's impossible for me to fully ignore it, but I refuse to engage in it because I don't want to be a part of it. Is so, that a yes or no? I, I've, I've heard of the existence of Baby Gronk, just like I heard there was some submarine last week. I don't know anything else beyond any of that. R.I.P. I don't really think that's true. Okay. You get what you deserve. Oh, come on. I mean. That's rude. It's not. Why do they deserve it? Because you cause... can't cheat God. If you're going to tell me you're going to go to the bottom of the ocean with an Xbox controller, you're probably risking your life. Listen, I don't disagree Acceptable there. Acceptable levels of risk. But I got really annoyed at people like, well, they're billionaires. They deserve to die. Well, like, I don't, that's I don't not... think that. I just think if you're going to do something incredibly dangerous, then you should understand that there's an incredible risk Oh, to yeah, that. for sure. I think, uh, did you see the waivers that they had to Sign. I'm yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. It was like thirty pages of like you might explode, you might implode, you might disintegrate, you might crap your pants, you yes. might you know someone next to you might crap their. And pants. here's the thing that I am so opposed to, and this is why I ignore all this kind of stuff. What was going on in the world last week? I know in Congress I, and all this other stuff. It's all this this washing to make it's sure a we don't distraction. It's a it's a hundred percent distraction. Okay, so make do you sure think, people pay attention to this so they can't complain about their property taxes, et cetera, oh et cetera. Oh, my God. By the way. By the way, that's something that everybody in Missoula can get on the same board on. I've only been a homeowner for three years. This was an outrageous opening of mail. I've never Dan, had a more outrageous opening Dan of mail. Dan opened it, and I just heard all these bad words, and I'm like, what's going on? I didn't know what. And he, Okay, so yeah. nobody explained to me how this works either, though, because obviously I've only owned my house for a couple of years, so I don't have... Um, I, I was a little confused as to what it, how it works. I, I was unaware that it was just going to get built into my mortgage. It's still extra money that you have to pay for sure. Right. But I was like, I got to come up with that amount of money right now. Yeah. I, I don't have that. Yeah. And <laughs> so, then on top of that, it's insanely high, higher or whatever. 37% yeah. on average. Wow. My life isn't 37% better. The streets aren't 37% <laughs> nope. better. The sidewalks aren't 37% better. There's a lot of things that oh are not boy. 37% better. But this is not a political show. This hey, is this baby is, Gronk. This is politics aside, though, because I think everybody in Missoula can get on this exact same totally. train. This is ridiculous. Anyways, we digress. Uh, what is baby Gronk? Who is it? I know who Rob Gronkowski is, and I know there's some child whose father wants to exploit him because he thinks he's the next Gronk or exactly. something. That's all I know. He's a 10-year-old social media sensation. The fact that those things, that <laughs> words can be said. His dad claims he's the next big football star and has created How like, does he know? He's 10. Agreed. And he's going to burn out and it's going to be a disaster or he's going to be a big jerk. So oh this dad, gosh. they make these videos and they, they show him throwing a football or whatever he does. And okay, he's good. He's fine. He's 10. He's 10. <laughs> right. But then they have him like talking to people and he's just, the dad is like encouraging him to be a jerk. And then at one point they were interviewing some TikTok girl and the dad's like, take off your uh, jacket because we'll get more views when you're, you know, just wearing your tank top. And this is all in front of his 10 year old too. It's just gross. So the real Gronk. Yeah, what's the real Gronk thing? He is really annoyed by it. He said the dad is a clout chaser. Yeah. He said the dad has hit him up 
over 500 times to try and like collab or whatever. Sure. Um, this dad hits up, by the way, this dad hits up every person that works in the media in the world. Has he hit you up? He has hit up our Skyline Sports Twitter page. Really? He's hit up every other media person I know, too. Again, I've been trying my hardest to ignore this. Definitely ignore it. Uh, just across the board, let alone the Twitter. I mean, they go. we have a filter on there where it goes into, like, I have to accept even messages, so I just keep it in the unaccepted. Yeah. I won't tag him on Instagram today. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't know. I'm Get bummed. those clicks. I guess so. Maybe I will. Cause, I mean, we're know. dogging on him. That's true. Reshare. <laughs> Dare you, dad. <laughs> Well, I'm just worried about this kid because 10-year-olds and social media and this kind of exposure is just not good long-term. Um, and then Chris Long, you know who that is? He's Howie Long's son. Chris Long listens to the show. Oh, hi, Chris. I swear. Chris Long spends many of his summers in flat, up at Flathead Lake. Oh, okay. Chris Long has, has messaged us about this show. Talk about messages you like to get. Yeah. Yeah, he hit up Ryan Tutel one time back in the Tutel Nuanas day. He said, great show, guys. Was listening on my way Aww. up to the lake. I will Super definitely cool. tag him. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Longs are great people. Howie Long has had a place up at Flathead forever. Oh. The first time I ever asked a pro athlete for an autograph. Aww. Howie, like, he pulled out the paper. The, the newspaper, he says, I was like 12. He's like, if you could, t there was a picture of a baseball kid on the front. He's like, if you could tell me what pitch that guy's throwing, I'll give you an autograph. I was like, oh, that's a curveball for sure. So he signed it. I still have oh, it. Oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah, really. I mean, but I've talked to him since then. I mean, he's just a normal yeah. dad, you yeah. know, living the dream. His kids are cool. So, well, Chris Long had some comments about this. He was, con he's concerned um, just because of the long term effects of this and like the pressure this kid's feeling. Cause I think as a, as a son of an NFL player, sure. and then you're an NFL player, you have this intense pressure, right? Not that Howie long is just what the media does and your natural instincts. For sure. So he's very concerned as well. So I don't think that I think I th I'm, I'm worried about baby Gronk. I think in five years, we're going to have some issues with, BG. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, yeah, this is really weird. I don't really know the motivation. It's also just so weird to me. This is even like caught fire. Like, why is this <laughs> happening? Well, that's how TikTok and social media work. Well, but what's special about this kid? Nothing. I mean, he's he might be an, a good little player. He might have a real future if he keeps playing and practicing and training and doing all those things you're supposed to do, whatever. Sure. But... I think his dad's going to mess that up for him if he keeps on this path. That's uh, that's true, for sure. So weird. Yeah. Such a weird pursuit. Vicariously yeah. through your children on TikTok. Right. Well, there's so many families out there that exploit their kids and exploit their kids' things that ha they have going on. It's really sad because these kids, they didn't ask to be social media YouTubers or whatever. You know, when they were born, they just... So, I mean, there's kids who make like $10 million a year opening toys. And by the way, why didn't I get my kids in on that? No, you don't want to get your kids in on that. <laughs> this is the, the sign of the apocalypse. Send the meteor. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> who knows what's going to happen with Baby Grok, but uh, I hope super he, I hope they, they straighten out, you know, just let him be a kid is all I'm saying. It's so weird to me how... Can you imagine doing that to your kid? No. It's just so weird. Like, mm -hmm. what is your, how, when you're doing it, how do you not think that it's strange? I don't know. I don't I either. It's like when um, you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, I, I, you know, I'm probably fed 
more videos about parenting oh, yeah. and mom oh, stuff yeah. oh, and their yeah. kids crying and they've got a phone in their face. Like, why are you crying? Why are you sad? And they're holding up their phone. It's like, dang, let this kid cry or whatever. They don't oh, want man. that on film. Somehow we went so awry. <laughs> no, now ESPN radio, SWX by 10 television and the ESPN MT app. Check out no sports uh, here on your Thursday. All right. What else you got? Okay. The number one draft pick for the NBA. Victor Webanyama. He, remember last week we were talking and you said no one really knows his real height. That's right. It's official. What, what, 10 feet tall? Seven feet, three and a half inches. See, there was a picture that circulated around Twitter last week of him standing next to David Robinson. And David Robinson is seven feet tall. Victor Webanyama is a full head taller than David Robinson. Well, they measured him at, the Spurs measured him. He's Hmm. the second tallest player in the NBA behind some. Bogdan. Yes. Boban. Yes. Boban Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah. Boban. So how tall is Shaq? Shaq's 7'1". So he's taller than Shaq. Very much taller than Shaq. So I was watching parts of the um, draft in Webinyana. Webinyama. Yama. Wemby, you can call him. Wemby. He's so cute and little, but I mean, you know, he's tall, but he's like... Well, he's 19. I know. Yeah. And then he had a suit on and it was just like hanging off. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other part is, yeah, he's a couple inches taller than Shaq. He's about one third the girth. He he's is so tiny. Skinny. I, mean, I mean, yeah, like he's so I, tall. I but. can't imagine he weighs more than like 200 pounds. He's so thin. <laughs> he was sitting in with his suit and like the, the fabric was just like draping down because mm-hmm. it was so big on him. Anyway, he looks like a really nice kid. So certainly, uh, He's a really nice kid. It'll be interesting to see how the entire experiment plays out. Uh, I mean, he's been sort of ordained for this from a very, very young age because he was so peculiarly tall and also so coordinated. As And most people that are that tall, that young, aren't coordinated. Yeah. He's one of the rare people that was tall and coordinated. So this has been, uh, you know... a a whole team of people that have tried to prepare him for this moment. I mean, they basically built him a team in France last year explicitly to prepare him for the NBA. And, uh, you know, he's he's got so much savvy. He was sort of trained in this era of overexposure. And he's super into his fashion. You know, like there's all these rumors, like he... He spent days trying to figure out what suit he was going to wear. Aww. Like he had an exclusive with Robin Roberts before the NBA draft, and and he was late by like eight minutes because he changed his suit like fifteen Aww, times. Oh, that's so Because he was cute. trying to like get it all right, and uh, so we'll see. I think that he has the the tools around him to um, to succeed. Maybe he'll be like a Kobe. He's just got to not. His biggest his biggest hurdle is going to be staying healthy. Right. It's just so hard to stay healthy when you're that big. Yeah. You you can't have any lower extremity injuries. Do you think he'll take Tom Brady's vitamin regimen? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I really don't. I mean, he's so far away from probably even having to worry about that. I mean, he's a teenager. Right. But you got to keep it. No, for sure. You know, together. Yeah. He's not eating Taco Bell. Uh, I mean, I he might once eating. in a while. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the French eat so well. That's so. true. He's probably just eating some brie and yeah. a baguette, yeah, yeah. some red wine. Yeah. Sounds great, actually. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see how it all plays out. He uh, San Antonio is a great fit, I think, because he gets to play for one of the great coaches in the history of the NBA and Greg Popovich. They're going to build the whole thing around him. They've been sort of waiting for their next centerpiece since Tim Duncan retired. So, In what position is he? 
Not like well, I would even know what that he's means. He's technically a center. I mean, he's going to play center on defense. He'll certainly protect the rim. His shot blocking is the thing that sets him apart from pretty much everybody. I mean, his height and his timing is just... Uh, I mean, is he, a is a center the person when they throw That's the ball right. in the air? Oh, God. That's right. Yeah, so. He'll just... be able to protect the rim. It, more than anything, though, he's the reason he's so unique is because he can play center defensively. He basically plays guard on offense. He's, he's one of the great three-point shooters in the world, well, which is very rare for somebody of that size. I'm excited to watch him play. I think you are not alone. He's, I mean, he's he is the most hyped guy to come in the NBA since LeBron James. He's a generational prospect, no doubt. But that's the whole thing is, the, the two biggest reasons he could fail are his health and the hype. Can he handle right. the hype? Especially at this age. For sure. Because it's a mental game. For sure. Well, I, I hope he has an NBA mom looking out for him. Yeah, he's got a whole team of people, so hopefully uh, hopefully it all works out. And when will they? When do they start playing? Uh, summer League starts right after the 4th of July. But he won't play in the Summer League, would he? Uh, he might play a couple just to get his feet wet. Okay. Uh, yeah, but then they'll play. The season starts in October. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out. He's He'll be hard to miss because <laughs> he's tall. Get it? I got it. Okay. God, these Canadians are funny. <laughs> no one is now ESPN Radio. Chicken doesn't know sports. Uh, what else you got? That's all I got. There There's nothing going on in sports right now. Trust me. That's why I'm trying to take the next two weeks off. No, that's <laughs> not true. We'll be on the rest of the week and then uh, off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week and then back at it next Thursday. Uh, there was something I was going to ask you about, but I... Uh, oh, the... Okay, so I, I first I have to compliment you. Oh. But then uh, also just another thing that this is so silly to me. Uh, your older boy made a wonderful video. He's yes. such a talented a little filmmaker. I'm so impressed. Thank you. Uh, Me too. But the, the subject matter, he did a great rendition of it, but this <laughs> grimace shake and I drink the shake and all of a sudden I'm dead from the shake. What is going on? Okay. This can't possibly be what McDonald's intended, right? No. They just made the stupid purple shake. Yeah. So they made this stupid grimace shake that's purple for Grimace's birthday. Okay. Grimace is the purple character from McDonald's, from our youth, when they used to have little characters. They had the Hamburglar. And Where did you go? Like, what, this is on commercials or what? Yeah, they were okay. all over the commercials. I, it's like, okay. what rock do, do you live under? I'm, okay, so you got to remember that I lived in towns of less than a thousand people until I was seven years old. I did not watch television ever until I moved to Montana. And, that, and Did you ever have McDonald's as a child? Never. Okay. Ever. Well... All right. Well, <laughs> fair enough. You're I didn't just even a have a soda. I didn't have a soda pop until I was like in middle school. Oh my gosh! I mean, my okay. mom is has a degree in, or close to at least a degree in nutrition. I know. She that's why she looks so great too. <laughs> it's 100% I know. She for doesn't sure. eat grimace shakes. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was this whole TikTok trend. I don't know why it started or how it started, but. You take a sip of the Grimace shake and then you like explode or you end up like covered in the Grimace shake, like dead on the ground, whatever. And it's become this whole really silly TikTok trend. So my son decided to make like a backstory kind of thing uh, and a movie about it. So who started it? Who was like, I'm going to drink the purple drink and I'm going to pretend I'm going to No idea. But- it's funny because now there's all these hilarious TikToks of like McDonald's, the president of McDonald's like seeing like the numbers of the Grimace shake go up because of these stupid trends, you know? It might have been a genius marketing move on McDonald's part. Who knows? This is why Americans are so fascinating. Do you remember the Four loco controversy? Yeah. 
So that was in Cleelum, Washington, which is right outside Ellensburg, Washington, when I was living in Ellensburg. Okay. So it was a bunch of kids from Central Washington University. They all thought they got alcohol poisoning. They thought that the batch of juice that they were drinking got drugged. Right. There's like 50 of them that went to the hospital. <laughs> then it comes out that they were mixing four loco with vodka. Oh my God. So that's essentially like drinking yeah. seven beers, two shots, and three cups of coffee at the exact same time. It's like, oh, you guys got messed up? I wonder how I wonder that why. happened. Yeah. Right. Anyways, as this whole controversy is played out, it's like this national news story Four Locos sales go through the roof. Of this course. is why people are amazing. Right. We make videos of people dying from the Grimace shake and the sales are through the roof. <laughs> I got to try one. I'll make a stupid video about me dying from this thing. Well, if you want to see it, go on TRC Films. Yep. And uh, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. Maybe I'll post it to the chick who doesn't know sports Insta as It's well. a good video. Ben did a good job. It's a great video. He's a talented young man. Really good editing and music and suspense. I was on the edge of my seat. It was great. Yeah. Did you see my hand was in it? I'm the one who put the, the shake down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Famous all over the place. Yeah, no. Have you had a Grimace shake? I had a sip of the boy. The boys had got them and I had a sip. Wow. I would prefer a Huckleberry shake if I were to have a shake. What, what flavor is it? It's berry. I mean, huh. yeah. And I, I doubt it's not like, I don't think they threw some blackberries in there or anything. <laughs> it's supposed to be berry, I think. It's purple. Yeah. Well... Uh, I'm not going to try one, so I'll I, take your yeah, word I for it. I mean, do, you do you, man. Chicken Does Little Sports here on ESPN Radio, presented uh, in part by the Hype House. Hype House offering a new series of strength classes. They also have a new schedule out right now as well, so you can check them out online, hypehousestudio.com, or follow them on the Instagram for all updates, or download the Hype House app. Appreciate Hype House for being a part of the Chicken Does No Sports. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Carrie, it's not whatever the new cover of that was that blew up last summer. Well, Tom Tom Club, bet you didn't know that.
Maybe you did. I think I actually asked that trivia question once upon a time a couple of years ago. And actually, several of you did know who that was. The original of a song that's been sampled many, many times. Hope you're having a great Thursday. I, myself, uh, having a great day. Uh, appreciate you for joining us here on Nuanas Now. Always love catching up with um, former athletes and, and hearing the the influence that that their younger days had on their lives as adults. It's uh, it's inspiring and affirming and uh, very fun. So we got the show started with our latest edition of our Where Are They Now series featuring the Keller sisters, Cheryl and Julianne Keller, now now Cheryl Carr and Julianne Solomon, a um, couple of ladies that played for the Lady Grizz uh, in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s. So fun catching up uh, with them and appreciate Chris Redpath for helping spearhead the return of that season number two of that Where Are They Now uh, series. Time now for our Diamond Time, presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. We go now to our go-to guy when it comes to talking baseball. It's Jeff Safford. He's the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. Recent uh, multiple-time EB Craney Award winner and uh, great guy to talk baseball with. Jeff, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Good, Coulter. It's a sunny day here in the Electric City. No clouds in the sky. Jason Newman taking some BP right now on the mend. Hopefully, reigning MVP will be back sooner than later for the Paddleheads. And we got a rubber match on the way for Thursday night. So, should be an exciting night for some baseball. We will get to some Pioneer League talk soon. But I got to ask you, and we've talked about this before, but it's reaching the point of ridiculousness. Shotei Otani is on a tear. I think you could safely say like we've never seen before. Certainly we haven't seen in the last 100 years. He is one of the main can- one of the primary candidates to win the Cy Young Award. He's also one of the primary candidates to win the American League MVP. He, the other night, hit a couple home runs while pitching. Uh, it's just amazing to watch this guy perform. He is a talent like no other. Yet somehow we've sort of become desensitized to it. It's it's strange. There's people talking about it, certainly, but I just can't believe there's somebody that's a true two-way talent doing what he's doing right now. What, what do you even thought of this recent run? I mean, he is on an absolute tear in the month of June right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really pretty wild. And yeah, the other night when Otani had the start there in Anaheim, it really was like folks up here in the booth were kind of watching two screens. No, next door to me in the scorer's booth and PA room, I kept hearing these, whoa, woos, happening. I was like, what the heck's going on? So I opened it up and they saw Otani just hit another bomb. You know, it's just, it really is crazy just how good he is in both aspects. I mean, he's, whether he's on the mound with that fastball, triple digits, or after he exits the game the other night, as a starting pitcher in seven innings. Oh, by the way, he gets to go up there and hit again, and he goes deep into left center field. I mean, that's just not something you see really ever. I mean, I've never been thinking about myself for the vast majority of my life watching National League Baseball growing up in the Bay Area around the San Francisco Giants. I think about guys that hit, pitchers that hit in the lineup most of the time, through most of my life, the DH in Major League Baseball in both leagues is just kind of in its first couple of years here. So I remember 
being excited when a pitcher touched the baseball. And if he hit a home run, it was like, whoa, what the heck happened? You may remember Madison Bumgarner when he was with the Giants those couple of years, especially when they had the World Series run. He hit a couple of dingers, and he was like the front page of Sports Center. So, really, it's just crazy to see. It's absolutely crazy. This guy is leading the American League in home runs with 29, but he's also 7-3 and three on the mound. He struck out 127 batters already. He's got an a ERA right around 3.0. So appreciate it while it's going because he is certainly like no one we have seen in our lifetimes and uh, certainly having one of the great individual seasons in the history of baseball. Jeff, set the scene for us tonight. You mentioned it's a rubber match there uh, in Great Falls. Uh, the uh, the Paddleheads are on a tear. They've been on a tear pretty much since they shifted over uh, to becoming the Paddleheads. Maybe you are the good luck charm because ever since you've been the guy calling the games, they've been pretty much um, winning way more often than they lose. But uh, what's been going on this last week or so? What are the Thad Missoula's performances and uh, what's sort of the scene going into tonight's game there uh, in the Electric City? Yeah, well, things really ended up very successfully for Missoula in their last couple of games at home before coming out here to Great Falls, wrapped up that series against Idaho Falls, and really in all aspects, just dominating at home. Alfredo Villa, what can you say about him on the mound? The Pioneer League Pitcher of the Week this past week, two fabulous starts, double-digit strikeouts in both of those outings. And then on the other side of things, Thomas DeBonville also hit four home runs last week and had 12 hits. I think that's a pretty good week also. So DeBonville also was the Offensive Player of the Week this past week in the Pioneer. Now when things shifted here to Great Falls, offense got off to a good start. Game one seemed like a pretty normal performance. Calvin Pilot, how awesome has he been? Coming over from the Billings Mustangs, he leads the Pioneer League in wins. Alfredo Villa, who I just mentioned, is right behind him with five wins, but Pilot is 6-0 in his many starts to start his season off. And was a guy that was really one of the more solid starting pitchers with Billings the last couple of seasons. But he's really, I feel, taking that next step of becoming an elite Pioneer League pitcher this season, working with manager Michael Schlack. And I believe that Schlack is probably a big reason why. So he has that pedigree working with pitchers in this league over the last couple of years. But last night kind of really was... A loss for the Paddleheads, 9-5, really, that was very out of character. A couple of base-running blunders out there, had four errors in the field defensively. Just not a night that the Paddleheads were too happy with. One of those that Schlack and the coaching staff were not happy to see me after the game when I dropped off the box score. It's typically something I do when I'm on the road. They were like, Stafford, get out of here. And it was like, okay, all right, to the <laughs> charter bus I go. So a subpar performance last night. Hopefully, and that's been something that's been a calling card these last couple of seasons also. When something doesn't go Missoula's way, when they face a challenge, adversity, they usually are right there with a strong right hand. That makes sense. They're really there, a team that's very good at providing that rebuttal, not allowing a team to gain much momentum. So we'll see if that continues here on the road in this ballpark that has been a bugaboo at times for these paddleheads historically. Diamond Time, presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com backslash Upgrade Montana to check out the largest inventory of trucks in the Pacific Northwest, as well as all the trucks that they have located here at their uh, great lot in Missoula, the corner of Stevens and Mount, nwmsrocks.com. 
Facebook.com backslash Upgrade Montana. I appreciate Northwest Motorsport for their continued support of Diamond Time. And Jeff, you led me right into my next question, which was about just how the Paddleheads bounce back from losses. They only have eight losses this year, 24-8, and eight, and a full five-game lead in the Pioneer League North going into tonight's game against uh, the Great Falls Voyagers. But that's been the key, right? I mean, that's how the Paddleheads had the best record in all of professional baseball last year. You're never going to go undefeated in baseball. You're always going to lose a smattering of games. But how do you respond when you do lose? If you can always bounce back in a good way, all of a sudden now you start stacking and you're winning about 70% of the time like the Paddleheads have. So what is it about that? I mean, why do you think they are so resilient? I think a big part of it has to do with the culture that manager Michael Schlack has created here these last couple of seasons, bringing in players that work together and really work for one another. It's definitely a big family, so to speak, in that Paddlehead Clubhouse. And there's a level of expectations involved with this team also. We've seen in the last couple of years surprising releases through the season, touched on also there were some guys that were invited to the paddlehead spring camp this past year that were part of the roster a season ago and those players are not here in 2023 so i think a lot of it is just these guys just coming together sticking together kind of sticking with that paddlehead mentality that's worked for them these last couple of years and just having that level of confidence in one another that hey as long as we take care of one another and do our jobs so to speak and play hard execute we're expected to do with whatever man- manager Michael Schlack sets out for him. I think that's a big reason why they've had so much success. Jess Afford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. You can hear him every Thursday here on Diamond Time. You can also check him out pretty much every evening all summer long on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. We usually t- tap into the Paddleheads games about quarter till 7 or maybe about 10 till 7, depending on if it's a 7 o'clock or 7.05 pitch. Tonight from Great Falls will be a 7 o'clock pitch, so Jeff will be back on the airwaves in a little less than an hour here to get you set up. And then Missoula, they're back home. Glacier Range Riders, one of their primary competitors in the Pioneer League North, coming to Missoula for a little pre-holiday set. they got a three-game set with the Range Riders Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, here in the Garden City. So if you ever can't make it down to the ballpark, you can always check out Jeff's great call uh, on the uh, on 102.9 ESPN Radio. Last thing for you, Jeff, how important is tonight's game to sort of get that rubber match, especially with a big series at home coming up against the team that's nipping at the Paddleheads' heels? I know they're five games back, but the Range Riders are certainly one of the top competitors in the North. So with uh, a big-time... Pr- pre-4th of July series at home coming up. How big is tonight's game there in Great Falls? I think it is a pretty big one for a few different reasons. When thinking about from Great Falls' perspective, they are sitting dead last in the Pioneer League North in the first half. But as we've seen these last couple of years in the Pioneer with the first and second half format, the teams have come back in the second half and have had a lot of success. The Paddleheads played against Boise Hawks in the Pioneer League Championship in 21. Boise finished dead last in the first half in the South that year, came back and won the South, and then got to the playoffs. Great Falls has brought in a number of young rookie players, two of them hitting at the top of the order, Langston Ginder and Zane Washington. Washington, an interesting guy out of Nichols, Nichols State, D1 program. They're in regional action in Tuscaloosa just a few weeks ago. It's a home run in this series. Ginder, a three-hit night last night. So number Billy Hancock, another player recently 
added to this Great Falls roster. So a lot of new guys added into the fray. And at this point, Great Falls trying to get some momentum to build themselves up for the second half. And what a better way to do it than to win a series against the Kings of the North, so to speak, the Paddleheads. And from Missoula's standpoint, they want to leave nothing to doubt here in this first half. They're playing the bottom team in the North on the road place that's given them some problems all that doesn't matter from their point of view they're the top dogs and they got to play like it and glacier a team that has struggled with missoula at allegiance field ogren park if they can take some momentum into that series at home mentioned back-to-back fireworks nights friday and saturday the energy surely should be there so if missoula can get some momentum here on the road that really should bode well for them in front of a raucous crowd and the peanut inning all that stuff coming up this weekend Jeff will be back on the calls, the voice of Missoula Paddleheads here in a little bit less than an hour. First pitch from Great Falls between the Paddleheads and the Voyagers, 7 p.m. You can find all Paddleheads baseball every single evening pretty much all summer long here on Nuanas Now. You can also find Diamond Time each Thursday during the 5 o'clock hour uh, during Nuanas Now. It's presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com backslash Upgrade Montana to check out the best and biggest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Jeff, thanks for being here. Good luck on the call tonight, and we'll see you when you're back in town. Sounds good, Coulter. And uh, mention my Craney Award. Congratulations to you as well, back-to-back with the Sportscaster of the Year. So congrats on that, and uh, feel lucky to be part of this ESPN radio family and look forward to seeing you back in Zootown. Very much appreciated. Congratulations to Jeff as well. It was, uh, it was a great weekend for us. We won sports coverage of the year as a team, myself, Jeff, and Andrew Houghton. Uh, that was something very important to me, and I really wanted to get that trophy back, and we got it. And uh, also was humbled to win uh, Radio Sportscaster of the Year for the third year in a row, but Jeff was the uh, the runner-up. So very cool for us here at ESPN-MT to have both finalists. We knew we were going to win no matter what. I would have been very happy if Jeff would have won as well. And... Uh, Pretty cool uh, to work with these guys and uh, have them believe in uh, our, our cumulative vision and uh, keep on going. Nuan is now ESPN Radio back right after this. So what led you, you then played? At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country and you have full access to our full manufacturing shop you can look in the case you don't have to start out designing something you can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience jewelry design center now open in missoula at 2501 brook street across from the montana club jewelry design center your jeweler for life ESPN Radio. Missing the show? Check it out on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Rajim Seabrook joining us tomorrow, 4 p.m. We'll see you then. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.